Okay, so this should be a little bit more of a fun episode. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about this one. one. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Kind of. I don't have I don't have like a a, a huge direction to go with here. Um, We're just gonna talk about how movies suck. Yeah, I mean at least <laughs> at least over the last couple of years. So yeah. okay, well let's let's start off. Do you remember Movie Pass? Yes. Okay. I do. So I would remember I was one of the original ones that signed on to that thing when yeah, it Yeah, you were so big on it. You it was it. uh like ten bucks a month, I think. Yeah, and for, it was, was it the, like for like unlimited movies, right? Unlimited uh two D movies. So yeah. no three D. Uh and the thing is, is Whatever, that you had yeah. to you had to um you could only you couldn't book anything like in advance. So that meant if there was a movie that was uh, just coming into theaters, mm-hmm. you know the the like how do you how do you get that you know before it sells out right, because other people right, are doing it. yeah. So one of the things I remember doing with my friends was we went to a movie the night before a big opening. I think it was one of the big Avengers movies. Uh-huh. We went to we went to a movie before a really late one, so it got out at like eleven thirty, and we just waited around thirty more minutes and popped back inside the movie theater doors when the last movie exited. And so we popped back in and then got to our screen. As soon as it hit midnight, we were able to book tickets for that day. So that's nice, how we were able to see nice. them. But it, like it was, yeah. it was pretty limited. And there's lots of other uh, movie subscriptions that have come out. Actually, Movie Pass went under, um, but they're coming back this year. Yeah. But the thing was, is that ten bucks a month, I was watching like three to five movies. You were a huge month. on it. There, there was just there was right. that many they it were so yeah they were pretty good yeah and i'm, I'm not even talking about yeah. watching movies twice i'm talking about there yeah. was that felt like there was probably three movies maybe five in the summer that yeah. i could watch a month that were new and they were all they were all pretty good um but since those times <laughs> it's kind of gone downhill and one of the big players that i think we could focus on is disney yeah what has what has Disney been doing, especially in the the live action oh. uh, live action field? I think their animated stuff has been kind of a hit or miss. They've had some good stuff well, and they've had some the bad stuff. The first thing I need to ask is, are our mics on? I don't feel like I can hear myself. You can't hear yourself. I, I can hear. Okay, as long as you can hear me, that's fine. Yeah. So I don't know with Disney. I just feel like they've. Oh, that's that's very loud. Turn that back down. Perfect. That's great. Okay. <laughs> I so. just want to make sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So Disney has. Only only made press for like like bad movies. The first thing I think about is Lightyear. That's always the first thing I think about for mm, like any okay. of their recent movies. Um I'm trying to think of what else. I know they did like Disney Plus did this whole slavery thing that I have not taken a look at. It's like for kids. It's like this animated thing. Mm, I haven't heard about that one actually. Yeah, it's I haven't I have watched it and it's just kinda it's whatever. Is it, uh, an, it, it you said it's animated? Yeah, it's animated. It's like for kids. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. See if you can. It's like, like a little like kids. Like they're making up for past sins. Song, yeah. Song of the South. Um, that's, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe I did hear. No, a bit of it. no, no, no. That's like the, that's no, like the no, really no, old one. No, no, no. That's not it. Um, it's like, at, look at like animated series. Disney's like. It's a series or a movie? series i think um when did it start recently just put down put slavery in there though history of slavery yeah are you talking about the proud family uh click on it (laughs) click on it because i'm not sure yes that's it there we go that's it okay so that's not a new one this is a remake which is something else i wanted to talk about okay yeah so i i heard a little bit about this 
Um, Disney cartoon slam for claiming America was built on slavery. Yeah, so and I've I seen admittedly I don't know a ton about this. That's why I literally <laughs> didn't even know what so it was. So this called. is fun. I I used to watch the Proud Family when I was a kid. I enjoyed it. It was one of the we didn't have a ton of cartoons because I didn't grow up with cable. Um, so this type of stuff, I don't even remember what channel I would see this on. I think I usually saw it on Saturday mornings, but I don't remember where it came from. I grew up with Fox box and, uh, what was it before they turned it into the stupid four kids TV and, uh, Warner brothers always had their WB kids. Okay. On I, Saturday mornings, I wasn't, a, I wasn't allowed to watch any of this stuff. I watched a show called, uh, um, I think her name was Pika. It was, a, it was a little Asian show, and she was, like, in love with this. Um, and Listen, <laughs> she was in love with... <laughs> she was in love with this... An, it was an animated show. Her name was Puka, and she was in love with a ninja named Guru. Um, and she always... And Guru was not interested in Puka. Um, and so... But it didn't matter, because Puka was obsessed with Guru, and Guru had a, a long-standing um, issue with this other ninja named Toby, and so Puka would always end up saving uh, Guru from Toby, the ninja. Um, Is it this? Yes, I think that's it. Oh, my gosh. My childhood. Yes. <laughs> Puka. We would watch Puka every night. This makes me seem so Asian, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Somehow less. <laughs> <laughs> we were obsessed with this show, though. It was so funny. Anyway. Okay, so that's what you grew up on. Yeah. I grew up on Sonic and Ninja Turtles and uh We watched Power oh Rangers. Gosh, it was else? Power Rangers and Puka. That's funny. My parents would not let me watch Power Rangers uh because the demons that were in it that they fought. It okay, it depends it depends on the season. I mean, okay. we can't get into this now. Okay, so, no, 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 no. so we have but, the proud family here. Yeah, proud family doing their doing their stuff. Uh, but it's it's a remake. And quite honestly, it feels like it comes right in line with Warner Brothers screwing some stuff up as well. Have you heard about the new uh, Scooby-Doo show that doesn't have Scooby-Doo and it's all about Velma? Yeah, I heard that was like a total flop. Well, they renewed it for a season two despite it being hated on by pretty much everybody. So they're, they're basically committed to this idea while losing money. Oh, yeah. Here, so do you know you know the traditional Scooby-Doo cast? Yeah, yeah. I've right? actually watched some of the Scooby-Doo stuff. Okay. So Scooby-Doo's not in it. That's the first thing. Uh, but he's mm. but he's Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo's not in it. But the show's called, called the show's called Velma, and it's about it's about Velma. And honestly, from what I've seen of it or the reviews of it, she's voiced by Mindy Kaling from The Office, okay. um, who I find extremely annoying. It feels like she's inserted her own person into this character, which is the opposite of what she should do, be doing. But you're she, playing a character. She, yeah, she's not playing a character. She's playing herself. Um. I'm trying to remember everything that is with Velma in this. Uh, she's kind of a man-hater, kind of a super progressive. I believe she's Indian in this. Uh, Daphne is a red-headed Asian, by the way, uh, who's the popular girl at school. Um, Shaggy is... Uh, they're using He's using his first name, which is Norval. Um, that's canonically correct uh but his nickname has always been shaggy but they've made him black and he hates drugs which is kind of the opposite feel you get for shaggy from scooby-doo is that anybody in the gang he's probably the one smoking weed (laughs) (laughs) he just is (laughs) and then he's craving food and eats scooby snacks and then fred is still white but he is just this 
god-awful rich douchebag who's a womanizer and it, he's just he's horrible like he's literally there for audiences to hate on him and that i haven't seen a redeeming quality uh yet about him or the show but they've just they've taken honestly they probably could have done better if they would have just taken his show made these characters not linked it at all to scooby-doo and just did their own thing but I don't think that that kind of story was going, these characters were going to pitch very well. So like, well, we got to try something really like, adulty. I feel like here's, here's my feel on it. I feel like the reason why they're doing these horrible remakes is they're trying to reinvent the past more, more politically correct and more woke the way they want it. That is my opinion on it. That's an interesting take. Um, that's why they have to like, cause honestly they could just make, because you think about this, like these characters, Scooby-Doo, basically it's not, it's not Scooby-Doo. It's just a bunch Mm-mm. of characters that maybe somewhat have the names of these people. That's pretty much it. That's they have it. The names. Where they could have just made a whole show. But why didn't they? Mm-hmm. They, I feel like they needed the name. They want to reinvent it. And it's not working. And most of the audience is not for it. It's just, it's just not good. Like, it's objectively not good. Yeah. And... and Speaking of objectively not good, one of the articles that I was looking up this morning, uh, I think this one from Forbes, actually, that was just, it's talking about the Marvel movie rankings. Ah, yes. And they talk about how there's a difference in the Black Panther movie um, in ratings. So this list here gives you only the critic score, um, which I kind of take issue with because- And this is Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah, this is is Rotten Tomatoes, who I hold in contempt a lot. Um, Very well. But nevertheless, Very well. the ratings are interesting. So Black Panther is kind of interesting because it's ninety six percent from the critics, and seventy nine percent from the audience. I mean, it's it was a it was a I think seventy nine percent is correct. It was a good movie. Yeah, somewhere somewhere between movie. that, yeah. I'd say eighty five for me. It was it was a solid movie. It yeah. was a little bit redundant about the uh, the coming back to fight. Like they fought what two or three different times. Yeah, I mean, I like fighting. I like, oh no, I I, I definitely do as well. It was just kind of odd because you start off. That's what it is. It's the. It's like that. It's the. It's who gets to be king trial by combat. We had three of those in one movie, because it starts off with that guy from. I'm forgetting his name, but it starts off with a guy from the other tribe challenging. Right. He loses, right. and then we have Killmonger's character show up. Right. Wins, and then well, wins for the time, and uh-huh. then we have our hero come back and face Killmonger again. So yeah, that is a little bit annoying to me that it just yeah. felt like they sure. regurgitated the sure. same plot three times over. I get that. But basically, the guy over here at Forbes ends up uh, blaming the difference between the the critics and the audience on review bombing, saying that the audience just review bombed it because they're racist. And I'm like, well, Wait, what's, I, the, what's the Forbes on it? Is, is the Forbes article? It's not that great. Where, um, what's the percentage on it? No, like the list up there. Like, Oh, well, they're just, they're just pulling from Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. So this is the same list. I got it. I got yeah. It. Okay. So in this list, where did they put? Uh, where does Black Panther end up in? It's a seventy-nine, so it ends up in it ends up ranked twenty amongst the user reviews. Right. Okay. Which yeah. I think that's personally, I would put it higher than twenty. Um, I would too. Um, to be honest, I would as well. I don't know how Black Widow made it higher. I'm gonna be honest. Um, uh, yeah. Black Widow or Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. No, I, I, yeah, I didn't like I, that one. Yeah. Even if an a, a, Age of Ultron shouldn't be above it. So yeah. these these are just the audience scores, but he basically right. goes in and talks about like three of the biggest differences between critic and audience. Blames the low audi- the lower audience score on Black Panther for racist review bombing, but simultaneously forgets that 
the critics who dare to say it wasn't a good movie are are basically rating it highly because they don't want to be called a racist. Yeah, it's, it's so almost it's, it's almost the same like, thing. It's bullying. Yeah, that's that's point. my problem with the idea of re- review bombing. While it certainly can happen, is that you can have the same thing. You could you could have it be made the number one because of positive review. I, I don't know. You wouldn't call it a bomb, but this we saw this happen with American Idol actually years ago. There was a contestant named Taylor Hicks, and he was by far not the best contestant mm-hmm. on American Idol by any like any means that you could measure uh, an, an artist in, in singing. And the, he got this fan, like this fan group just developed that was like, we are going to vote him into number one and he's going to win American Idol. So they complete, like they basically amassed this group online to vote for Taylor Hicks and the rest of America was not able to outvote them. And Taylor <laughs> Hicks won American Idol. Yeah, it's, it's mob rule, essentially. Yeah, it's and, mob and it rule. shouldn't have. But that's, just, that's one of the other things that I just came in. Is that no, like, I, just, I don't like this idea of review bombing because it can go both ways. Yeah, well, well let's look at this list, though. Okay, how I, I, I did say Shane Chi. Um, so that depends. Do you want to look at the users list? Or do you want to look at the critics list? Or I we wanna, can com- we can compare wanna, them side by side. I want to look. I want to look first. Let's look first at the critic list and then compare okay. it to um, compare it to what the users think. So critics have Black Panther in at number one with ninety six percent, which I think it was I, really good. I don't think it's number one. I, I don't think so. I think it was a solid B plus to A minus um, in my opinion. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Good enough for me. Followed up, we have Avengers Endgame, which is the number two. I don't think that one should have been number two, um, but that's just me. Oh, you're, we're probably not going to like this list at all, but if we read through it, we get Endgame, we get the first Iron Man movie. First Thor Iron Ragnarok. Man should always be up there. Good movie. <laughs> Great movie. Good job. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of Homecoming Galaxy. was much better than No Way Home. So, yeah, I remember when... Um, You've got to deal with the nostalgia, though, of having the other spider man I know. In this one. I remember when my partner and I went to go see it, and we had a whole debate about whether or not it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it, though. I did just have a friend uh, the other night explain why he didn't like it, which was the whole... I didn't like it. I'm going to turn the, the villains good. Yes, that's, that, was, that was my problem. I was like, no, this is... It's almost like victimizing them. And I was like, no, what are you doing? Stop. Some of them are tragic. Like, I would say Dr. Octavius was tragic because he never had evil intentions, but once he got fused to the, his arms, they messed up his head. Norman Osborn was always a dick. Uh, also- that didn't change. It just got enhanced with the goblin serum. And then who else was in there? Uh, Lizard was also, he's also more of a tragic villain. Yeah. The only real villain in there, and they, they did a good job making him out to be that in the end, was mm-hmm. the Green Goblin. Right, right. And I think, honestly, I thought his performance was fantastic. I thought oh, he did a great job. He I thought it does was a good fine. job. Um, but honestly, though, the reason I didn't like that as well is that Doctor Strange, this is the whole issue now with, with Doctor Strange, is that his, his character is no longer consistent. He became a dummy. From that movie <laughs> onward. Okay, continue, continue. Yeah, so as we go on, we get the first Guardians of the Galaxy, then the original Avengers. That one should have been way up top. All right, I hate this already. Really? Keep going. Yes, because it was it was fun. It was good. It was it was uncomplicated. Uh, I liked I liked all how all the characters meshed together. I thought it mm-hmm. was a, I thought it was a good movie. Um, okay. Shang Chi, Spider Man, Far From Home. I, yeah, I, I saw it once. I'm good. Yeah. Civil War, I think, should be higher, but yes. more than any of these yes. that I think is wrong with the critics for me is Winter Soldier. That should be 
up in the top five. Yeah, agreed. Good I would movie. say even top three. Yeah, great movie. Original Doctor Strange, really liked it. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think it should be a C. It was a C. It was, it's, it's Ant-Man just and an the okay Wasp. character. Yeah, it was an okay character. Yeah. Uh, Infinity War, Guardians 2, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is just newly released. Um, I did not go to see that one. Um, I'm going to watch it at home. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man, Captain America, First Avenger, Captain Marvel, Ugh. Black Widow. And mm. note that these are 79%. So Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Iron Man, three, yeah. all ranked and in these are And these are the critics. These right? are the critics' scores. Um, we have the original Thor movie, which was, I mean, Ugh. good interaction with the character of Thor. was pretty, pretty boring, to be honest. Yeah, agreed. Um, it just served the overall, like, the overall Marvel universe. This deserves where it's at down here in 26. I did not like Multiverse of Madness Agreed. at all. Did you see it? Um, I didn't see it. I saw enough, though, of the CGI to say, no, nah, I'm good. The CGI was bad. <laughs> the CGI was bad. It just, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was bad. I just, I, I I watched enough reviews of it where I was like, the plot was weird sounding, and I was like, this doesn't make sense. But maybe I need to go. <laughs> I just can't afford to watch all these movies. There's so many. Oh, well, they should, be, they should be on Disney Plus now. So I don't think we have it anymore. Of course, we have Thor, Love, and Thunder. Didn't go see that one, so I don't have Now, this is hitting pretty hard. This is the critic review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which just released a couple days ago, actually. Yeah, I Or I last, last week. One. I can't remember. Um, and then the Eternals, where it should belong. It's 47. Down in down in uh, yeah. the very bottom here. Yeah, uh, that one just did not land with a lot of people. Yeah, so I would say overall we have a high disagreement with the critic reviews of all of this. It just yeah. doesn't. It, it I, most of these just don't feel right to here's, me. Here's my issue though. Okay, so go back up. Black Panther's the top one. All right. Yep. This is ridiculous. Where imagine imagine living in a world where you don't know if you got the top spot because of your skill or because you're black. I want you to think about that. End of story. That's it. That's all I got. I just, That's it's a Fair annoying. point. I think uh, Black Panther had one of the best villains. I, here's the thing. I thought it was a genuinely good movie. I don't know how it made it to the top spot, though. I think Amongst the critics? I, yes. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. I think it was a good movie. I liked it. Um, I just think it would have, it should have been sharing that spot with at least three or four other movies. Yeah, I think we could. I, I feel like I would feel safe taking the critics' ratings and the user ratings, factoring in the fact that sure we could have. Let's let's agree there was racist review bombing that made that score go lower. I would also argue you then have to take into effect that the critics to not be racist Agreed. gave it a higher score than it Agreed. deserved. So yep. I Agreed. would just take something in the middle. So you'd average, yeah, average yeah. it out. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Which well, we've got ninety six and seventy nine. You're probably looking something in the mid '80s there, which I think is about right. Yeah, I think no, is. I think that's fair. I think an 85 percent is good. Yeah, they Killmonger was one of the best villains that had a mission that you could sympathize with, and it really made you question who was going to be right. Um, and then Winter Soldier for me was just like classic. He's a great villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although he turns turns hero. I mean, he was hero before turned villain, brainwashed, becomes hero again. And honestly, if there's spoilers for anybody, it's your own damn fault. Well, um, yeah, you should have watched these movies a long time ago. Yeah, they're they're, they're getting. And old. if you're 12, why are you why are you listening to this podcast? You know, <laughs> Connor's gonna swear every once in a while. Don't every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> All right, uh, All let's right. let's take a look at that. Uh, let's take a look at what the uh, the viewers are saying. Yeah, so viewers, I disagree with as well. Spider Man No Way Home being up there at 98. percent 
Agreed. I think that's too high. Shang-Chi being 98%. Shang-Chi was not listen, that good. I'm as Asian as they come. I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was a, I thought it was a C plus maybe. It would go up to a B plus for me if they took out Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was kind of annoying. I feel <laughs> I feel the same way about Aquafina that I felt about Rose in uh, Star Wars that the character, the cheesy joke character, gets shoehorned in as the sidekick. I don't like it. it. It doesn't. It didn't work in Star Wars, and it didn't work for me in this. Like she did not need to be cracking a joke. I, it just it didn't work. It, 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 it didn't. It, she it wasn't really a didn't. good. She was not a good female character. Um, and you can make good female characters, uh, but she just wasn't one of them. Yeah, Black Widow would be a female character that I think is a good character and got a movie way too late, and it was bad. Yeah, I the CGI was bad. I didn't mind the story that much, to be honest. It was the really just story the was CGI good. didn't work for me at all. I feel yeah, like it, it didn't. One, it was already delayed because of COVID, but well, like <laughs> it should have been out way before COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but also too, I feel like I actually liked some of the characters in there. I thought I thought it had a lot of potential. Like I didn't think the storyline needed to be one hundred percent changed. I just felt it like it needed a little extra love. And I don't know what that means, but it just needed a little extra love. And I don't think it had I think it. the uh, CGI team needed a bigger budget. Fair enough. That, that's kind of where I landed with it. It's just, just she was, for such a uh, founding character for the Avengers movies and stuff, Her she got completely shafted. Uh, the fact that DC came out and popped out a Wonder Woman movie uh, before that that was good. The first one was good. Yeah, the, the first one, one the first one I could I could go on and on and rave about how good the first Wonder Woman was because they actually made a convincing female character that wasn't trying to be a man. Yes, and they did, and it was convincing because she's like a superhuman, mm-hmm. right? So you can a- you can absolutely believe it, um, but she wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm better than a man, you know? Like she was just being a strong woman. Bring strong women back, all right? Yeah, she she yeah. handled it. She handled it great. The second movie was just completely ruined oh, yeah, just by yeah. just dumb writing. There is like, yeah. there is such a thing as when you don't have restrictions, things just become ridiculous. And in right. that movie, when they bring out a wishing stone, uh, essentially, and they're like, well, we give this to everybody in the world. I'm like, do you know how many emo kids out there would have just wished the world away immediately and then you guys wouldn't be able to recover? Yeah, they just, it's it just didn't so make unrealistic. any sense at yeah, all. Agreed. And nothing, nothing was working. No. Like none of that, none of the wishes were realistic. I think to to people, and it just it just created a, a mess of a movie. But, but still, it somehow made it to ninety one percent, which I don't agree with for Black Widow. Um, I thought it was a, I was thought it was a C plus to B minus. Yeah, to match that with the original Iron Man, which no. I'm gonna be honest, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the original Iron Man movie. Not I, like everybody else is. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was a. I thought it was a solid movie that built uh, Tony Stark's character. Um, See if there's any other movies in here that really just stick out as being a wrong rating. Well, the reason why here's why I feel this way about Iron Man is that Iron Man was a movie when it was made. It was originally built to stand on its own. Like with a lot of these other movies, now you have that pressure of making it tie into an overall story. With Iron Man, I felt like it could stand on its own because that's how it was built. Mm-hmm. And I liked and that made it focus on the character. Um, and they developed Pepper Potts. Anyway, I thought that's why I liked it. I do understand, though, why you wouldn't feel that way. I get it. Yeah, um, I, I thought I thought it was good. Um, but I just, I never fell in love with it like everybody sure. else did. And I, I'm not saying I'm in love with it. I just thought it was good. Yeah. It was a good, movie. It was a good start. Yeah, definitely. It was a good start. Yeah, like all, I feel like all of the 
original solo movies for the Marvel Cinematic Universe were good starts, but they were not amazing movies. Except, I will say, I do agree with Guardians of the Galaxy up there. They, their first was probably their best, to be honest. The characters, super fun. Mm-hmm. They worked well. It was it was classic Marvel, in my mind. Like, yeah, no, funny, it was good. not taking itself too seriously. Great movie. I agree with the audience. It definitely makes it up there in the top. This is up here. The original Avengers, Infinity War. I think most of the Avengers, to me, are probably all about in the same range. They were all... Good movies. They did really fairly well for bringing in so many characters um, I and think handling them at the same time. Yeah. I'm still mad about a few things. Sure, we all are. We all are. I I, do, I don't agree though that Captain um, that uh, Civil War is lower than those. Captain the Civil War was was a, was much better than all three of those. And I would argue Thor Ragnarok is above, should be above all of those. I know some people yeah. didn't like Ragnarok because they thought that was too goofy, but somehow I've met people that thought that was too goofy, and then they liked Love and Thunder, which I I can I can sympathize with people not liking Thor Ragnarok because it really did change Thor's character, like mm-hmm. and. Maybe that's the change that Thor's character needed, but I will admit it does break the consistency. Um, yeah, it it, do, it did break the consistency. Um, we did see a little bit of Thor's ingenuity and in, in devious side in the second one, which was the worst rated Thor movie until Love I, and Thunder came out. Right, Love and Thunder <laughs> is actually now ranked just a little bit lower by critics and audience because they just than went the too Dark far. World. They went too far. That was it was just insane. Uh, Waiki Watiti, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but or Taita, Taita Wakiti. Probably saying it wrong every single time, but his, yeah, he just took the comedic, it was a comedic overload. Yeah, and it was too it just much. dumbed Thor down a ton. I think my problem with their original handling of Thor is that he was more of a, a pouty kid, which was, I think, right for the first one. Yes, that was kind of the whole point, was that he was kind of a brat. And then they just kind of let his character kind of die off in the second one. He just was not, I don't know. He was it, nondescript. Yeah. Just wasn't and and they never, they there. never power scaled him the right way that they should have from the comics. But you know, yeah. he, you know, that's neither here nor there at this yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's multiverse of madness. Doesn't, uh, doesn't deserve to be this high. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it does not. Um, Captain Marvel deserves that spot. Yeah. The very bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where? Okay. So the audience actually liked the Eternals. Mm, that was one okay. that critics critics actually hated. I agreed with the critics. I yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. But here's I those. Iron Man three was good. I liked Iron Man three. A lot of people really didn't like it. Oh wow! I'm just dumb. <laughs> it, okay. So I actually I did like it because it was his. It was his hero. It was his real like hero transition movie where he started becoming a lot more selfless and less selfish. Yeah, I thought it was a good like he was he was on a good arc. Yeah, his like, arrogance okay. started going. Maybe they maybe they did it too quick for maybe. him, and that's why people didn't like it because it felt like it was a big change from 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 two to three. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I think the biggest disappointment was probably the villain was that they they hyped up the Mandarin, which is a pretty big comic book villain. And right, and then they kind of made him yeah. like actually just like a... Now, they brought the actual Mandarin in, um, but why am I forgetting which movie that was in? Which one did they... So, the one in Iron Man 3 was basically... Oh, it was uh, Shang-Chi. His dad yeah. was the actual Mandarin. 
Mm, okay. So this that that was the problem that people had with Iron Man 3 was that they thought they were going to get a really cool villain and then they get a fake who is basically posing for this other villain that is like I, I don't think he was even a comic book villain. Yeah, so they the the writers took a risk and the risk did not pay off. It did not. But this isn't Disney's only endeavor that's been having a rough go of it. Uh, if we switch over here, we can see that there's Star Wars movies. All right, this one, I have not <laughs> seen a single Star Wars movie. Not even one. So this is going to be this is going to be a lot of you just telling me how you feel cuz I have no feeling. Oh boy. All right. Well, I'm not, I think the critics have been maybe a little bit more aligned on this one, kind of. So we've got some of the originals. We got two of the originals up here, um, and then one of the newer ones. Force and Awakens. That was the better of the new ones. Okay. But to compare what the audience has thought, so they gave it at 93 with the critics. Audience thought 85. It's a good movie. It's, it's not amazing. It, there was a bunch that called back to the old movies. Yeah. Which was nostalgic and good, but it also didn't really bring too much new stuff in. But let's see how they fared for the rest of it. We have The Last Jedi at 91% for Rotten Tomatoes. Critics and 42% for Ooh. the audience. Ooh. It just tells you, I think this is, this, is my, this is the one thing I have noticed, is that any movie that the critics rank high, the audience will rank slightly lower, if not very low. Yes. And so it makes me feel like these critics are being slightly pressured or bought in some way. It's um, it's definitely odd. This one, now there's, I haven't talked about The Last Jedi in depth or, or reviewed all the things I hated about that movie, but essentially it, it went against a lot of the headcanon from Star Wars. Uh, it broke Luke's character who mm-hmm. spends, you know, the entire original trilogy believing that there's some good in his father and that he can be saved, even though he finds out his father is like, you know, one of the top two baddest guys in the galaxy, basically enslaving planets to the empire, all this stuff. And then in this one, we find out with Kylo Ren, uh, which would be Luke's, uh, what nephew, I guess. Um, we find out that Kylo starts showing a little bit of darkness in him and Luke freaks out and considers trying to kill him. Well, maybe he's just traumatized. From his dad. I mean, but he successfully got his dad to turn back to the good side or to the light. So it just it, oh, it I didn't, didn't know feel that. like okay, it was. I, I tried. Yeah. I tried. It didn't tried. feel like it was keeping uh, in step with his character okay. at all. And there was a bunch of other stupid things that they did in killing off people and not killing off other people. And just and this one, this one's directed by Ryan Johnson. The the one that ranks top was uh, directed by J.J. Abrams. Yes. So J.J. Abrams started the trilogy, uh, but he was busy with something else. Can't remember what it was. He was busy with something else. Uh, they gave the helm to Ryan Johnson. He said, I'm going to subvert everybody's, all the fans' expectations. Uh, he subverted them, but oh, not in a sure good way. Did, yeah. He did it to piss them off. Uh, I'm fairly convinced that that's what he did. Uh, Rogue One, I'll bet you the fan score is going to be higher than this one because that was an excellent movie. Oh, very close. They're very, very close. They're very close. What's interesting about this one is that it takes place uh in between the first two trilogies so you get episodes they started off with episodes um four five and six and then they did one two and three but this takes place before four which is fun because you get all these characters that you know are gonna die oh great 
And then they have, yeah, Solo probably deserves that. Although, as personally as a Han Solo character, that I, I kind of hated him. I, I, not hated, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy a little bit more of his backstory. It made me like him a little bit more. For, but for the people that were hardcore Solo fans beforehand, they were not happy about that yeah. movie. Yeah, okay. Now, this one... This is funny because I think I fall in line more with the critics for this one. So Rise of the Skywalker uh, or Rise of Skywalker was 52% from the critics and the audience gave it 86%. And for me, the only reason that I could potentially think that it gets an 86 is because they retconned a bunch of stuff that was messed up in the previous movie from Ryan Johnson. So J.J. Abrams came back to direct this Because he's like, man, you screwed up. So he did one in three, uh, which is just weird. Um, But they, they brought... Palpatine back from the uh, the original trilogy, which he was thought to be dead. Uh, I mean, he's been dead for a long time, um, and they just they just kind of brought him back, and they did a bunch of other weird stuff. And for the movie to make more sense, you'd have to read a whole bunch of extra uh, like sure. reading material. Yeah, that, and that's comments. too much work. That's too much. But work. I mean, this is kind of what Disney's been doing. I feel like this is a more accurate list than the Marvel movies, to be honest. Um. A, that shouldn't be number four. And I think that to a certain extent, some of the reason why I think that's the case is that you have, not that Star Wars, and again, you correct me here, Star Wars, there's a lot more, like, it's all part of, like, really one big story. With yes. Marvel, it's definitely a lot of separate stories that come together, so mm-hmm. you are going to have a lot of differing opinions when it comes to those things. For sure. Um, yeah, These m- the main story revolves around the, the Skywalker name. Yeah is essentially right. what it is. It's either, you know, in the original trilogy, it's Luke Skywalker finding out about his dad, Anakin Skywalker, who's Darth Vader. And then in the prequel trilogy, it's basically how Anakin Skywalker uh, becomes a Jedi and then eventually turns to the dark side. And then the most recent, the most recent one is covering basically what happened to Luke Skywalker after, you know, he brought his father back and, and freed the galaxy. Um, and the thing that like the hard part that I have about some of this stuff and, and why I get kind of annoyed with DC comics as well is they have the reading, they have the source material, right? And then they just don't use it or they want to do something different. And, and to some extent, Marvel's done it as well. Like they, they use a lot for inspiration, but some of the stories are honestly just so good. I think they could just do it verbatim. Yeah. And bring it to the bring it to the big screen. I think there are points when creativity gets in the way where it's like if someone's created a really dang good wheel, mm-hmm. maybe just be like, you know what? We're gonna take this and we're gonna honor the original creator and create a just a solid good story. Um, but I feel like a lot of especially like directors or actors, they wanna insert their ideas into the story where it's like, listen, you're playing a character. Like this is what the character is. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like, entertain <laughs> us. Come on. Um, we don't care about you that much. There used to be a point where actors and actresses were just vehicles for that entertainment, and now they've become like ideological, political, spiritual, or religious figures when mm-hmm. I just want them to produce a good movie. That's yeah. really what I want at the end of the day. That's, that's what you're paying for. Yeah, exactly. I'm not paying for Brie Larson's um, ideas on things. So. <laughs> Enough about that. But I do agree with you, though. Um, I, I definitely think there's something real rotten, <laughs> real rotten going on with um, with all these with all these movies suddenly just going downhill. 
Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is uh, about it. There just it doesn't seem to be as many. Even a friend of mine that's had a Movie Pass subscription of some sort since Movie Pass's inception back in like I don't know, 2016 or 2017, has had one almost consistently throughout the years. Is probably about to cancel it because it's like I get three movies, probably paying like 20, 25 bucks a month. He gets three movies. It's a pretty good deal, but he's like, there's not a ton of the theaters that I want that I need to have for that to be used around me. Also, there's not enough movies I'd want to see in a month yeah. to even use them all. He's like, I just kind of pick in random movies that might be good and I'll go see it. Right. And, um, I, th- and I think too, and it's a broad point, which we won't be able to really dive into, but I do think what I said about putting in your own agenda, like it, a lot of it, Hollywood is left. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really far left. And I think most people are actually more moderate than anything. Like a conservative can live with a moderate, like seeing a moderate point movie with some political views that they don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But it's like this massive push. That's even making even just everyone just be like, I just want to watch like a fun movie. Yeah, I, I don't want to have to think about it. politics. Um, that's just my two cents uh, on it, especially specifically for Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. um, where they, they got away from storytelling and got into um, telling people how to think. And people mm-hmm. don't want that in their entertainment. Nope. It, it gets old when every time, you know, every movie doesn't have, you know, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the, like, shows like Arthur and the Berenstein Bears or Berenstein Bears, whatever the right way to pronounce that is. Uh, they always had a point to make in the movie because they're giving lessons to children on life problems or morality. And I mean, it works as a kid's show, but to then take these adult conversations and just shoehorn these things into movies, I think people get tired of it. I think, no, I think that they are. Like, I I just don't feel like I need to have, like, a transgender character or an LGBTQ plus character shoved down my throat. Where I think what's obnoxious about it is I know what they're trying to do. Like, and the writing's so bad that it's, it's obvious they're trying to teach me a lesson. It's like, go away. Like, I just, I just want to watch, I just want to watch a good movie. That's yeah, all I and, want. And, and I think, I think part of the shoehorn feeling is that they make it a central and integral part of that person. Right. Even if there's not a relationship involved, it's like they have to make it absolutely clear that that is what this person is. Yeah, well, that's why, like, there are plenty of movies where it's, like, especially with, you know, more of these, like, Marvel movies where, like, it's a fun action movie where they're really, there's really no point in talking about sexuality constantly. Like, what's like our obsession? Like, at all. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's, like, they, they obviously, it's so obvious that it doesn't belong there that they have to, like, shove it in, and we all notice it. We're all just, like, what the heck? Like, they're supposed to be, like, fighting these villains, you know? I feel like the next villain is going to be the straight white male that's trying to make the whole population straight. It's like, no, we got to stop that. <laughs> oh, no. And it's just like, oh, okay. Just, I want to be done. It's like, I'm just done. But yeah, uh, Marvel, get your crap together. Um, you're going to go downhill pretty fast. Uh, Disney, Disney, yeah. Uh, all of, because all they're, of that they're stuff. Together. Um, yeah. And they're, they're also just cranking out the movies so quick. That yeah. the, you, the quality it's has sloppy. definitely gone hill. It's sloppy. It's bad writing. Um bad character development. It's just bad. Um, but I don't know. I mean, guys in the comments, uh, let us know what your favorite Marvel movie is, your worst Marvel movie, your best um, <laughs> Star Wars movie. Yep. 
You know, we'll throw we'll throw DC Comics in there yeah, as well. Tell us, for, and tell us why, too. Just tell us why you think it's the best or it's the worst. Give us a good, a succinct good argument to chew on, and maybe we'll talk about it in our next episodes. Yes, I would enjoy that. Yeah, that'd be fun. I know you like that. <laughs> All right, All I right. think that's it. Yeah, yeah for that. No, I'm we're out of that. time. Yeah, we're at, we are out of it's time. It's been fun. Yeah, it has, actually. I've enjoyed this. Nothing I don't enjoy about talking about deep topics that destroy people's lives but except she hasn't watched star wars yet i haven't so. i don't have time i don't have time for i don't have time for every single movie franchise but actually i have seen okay i have seen um on our road trip to florida when i was like nine i did see i do remember maybe 10 minutes of a star wars movie a star wars movie you don't even know which one it was nope no idea <laughs> I do know that uh, Princess Leia has like a gold bikini. That's yes, yes, she does. That was a funny thing coming of age. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I remember seeing. It, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. Watching it as a kid, never thought about it twice, and then as puberty hit, and then you rewatch it, and you're like, she's wearing a gold bikini. Why is this attractive now? <laughs> it's never <laughs> occurred to me before. I've seen this movie three dozen times. Oh, yeah, we had it recorded on funny. VHS off of TV. Oh, that's funny. So I would get a, I would just forward through that the That was a thing. Stuff. That was a thing. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I did that. not because I'm older than you. Oh, yeah. Cassette true. tapes? Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. cassette tapes. Yeah. Cassette tapes, VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, bro- my, brother's about, my brother's about your age. Yeah. So, you know. So some of that stuff was still laying around. Yeah, it's all still there. I just don't remember it. All the nostalgic stuff. And she yeah. doesn't remember what 10 minutes of a Star Wars movie she watched. Nope. It was late. So. I'm going to tell your boyfriend he needs to get you to watch it. 